Megan turned, Megan turned to sports at a young age, realizing that physical activity and the flow state she could find during those activities were good for her mental health. She went on to play Division I college volleyball and started her own marketing business after college. Through all of Megan's experience as an entrepreneur and agency owner, she has used the strategies she learned through athletics to persevere, keep her composure, and perform under pressure. I'm excited to bring Megan on today. We were talking before the show how we were playing some schedule tag during the holidays, but now we have her here. If you are a former athlete, this show will resonate with you very much. Before we bring her on, Megan, what does mental health mean to you? Uh, thank you for having me, Vincent. Um, mental health to me is just one of the areas that we as people have to focus on being healthy. I think it's very much connected to and related to physical health and spiritual health. I think you don't necessarily have one without the other two. Um, so it's just, to me, it's just one of the three focus areas for being a healthy person. Love the way you put that. It's a combination of doing everything, putting it together, and that's how you feel yourself. Thank you for sharing that, Megan. Everyone listening on, thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Mental Health Break. We have a great mental health chat for you today. For each week, I bring on a new guest to share their story related to mental health, their expertise in some cases. And now today, we have Megan joining us from Ohio. My name is Vincent A. Lancey. My books are Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. You can check those out on Amazon after the show ends. I began focusing on my mental health after suffering a traumatic brain injury, or you may have heard of a TBI. You hear each guest's why on every show, and you never know which guest will resonate with you most. Before I bring her on, I would like to share that this episode is brought to you by Tampa Counseling and Wellness. Dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, give them a call today for a free consultation. Therapy that inspires change, and you can find all that info in the episode description, so just scroll down. There's no surprise to how I met today's guest because it was through networking. We had Dr. Doug on the show not too long ago, and he will be aired right after Megan a week or two apart. So stay tuned. She is making a major impact in the world through her work, through sharing her story. And now we're going to hear all about it. Megan Terwilliger, thank you so much for taking the time to join the show. Thank you for having me. Would you mind introducing yourself to everyone? who Megan is before we dive into mental health talk. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm Megan Terwilliger. I started this life um, very much as an athlete, identified as an athlete. Um, I played collegiate and professional volleyball. Um, And then I, you know, retired (laughs) as many athletes have to do at a very early age and had to find a new identity And in figuring out that new identity, um, you know, came across some mental health challenges and realized that they're actually very prevalent in the athlete community and athletes who 
need that change in identity when they switch careers. Um, and now, as you mentioned, I work very closely with Dr. Douglas Brockman um, to work with uh, what, what he identifies as driven individuals, which yes. most, most athletes are, yes. um, with driven individuals to help them work through those feelings of shame and self-sabotage. You're doing great work, Megan. I'm excited to hear all the value you put into the show. A lot of great points right there, which only makes it more known for athletes out there. You are not alone. It is a huge transition. You're used to such a regimented day of life, the way you go about your business. And for you, it even went to professional. And then you have to become a civilian again at some point. So I'm sure the value you add is going to really help a lot of people because there are a lot of athletes in this country. So you are not alone. You did touch on how the mental health disparities were more common than you thought. What were some things that you went through? Um, as specifically as an athlete, um, I experienced a lot of anxiety and I notice it. I, I coach volleyball now at the high school level. And even amongst high school athletes, I notice that anxiety, um, that constant fear of, am I doing enough? Am I good enough? Um, and I noticed that a lot, especially in my opinion, because of a lot of the coaching styles yeah. that are out there that really focus on victory. They focus on winning. They focus yes. on being the best. Um, there's a book out there. Um, if you want to put it in the show notes, it's called uh, thinking body dancing mind. And it, it, I could, the author has escaped me right this second, but it's a, a wonderful book on applying Zen Buddhism philosophies to business and athletics. Uh, and I've taken that to heart with my coaching philosophy. I like how you just provided a book recommendation for our audience that is very unique. And I will certainly put that in the show notes, our guest book recommendation. We've got a preview to her so far. When did you start sharing your story related to mental health? You mentioned you went through this transition. Was it something you always wanted to do or was it something that just popped up? Um, it's something that just kind of presented itself. Um, oh. uh, uh, yeah, I've just, in retrospect, like I can, I can look at hindsight and build a very intentional story, but in reality, it, it just fell in my lap that way. <laughs> yes. And it's a good example for everyone out there. Sometimes in life, as you've learned, things don't work out the way you anticipate. Sometimes things change. So if you see an opportunity, don't be afraid to go take it. I challenge you because you never know what you can miss out on. If you don't try after this transition here, Megan, what are some things that you found to work for you to improve your mental health? Some things maybe you do on a short-term and long-term basis. Yeah. So my, my recommendations for the short-term and the long-term are probably the same. And that is a meditation practice, a, a gratitude and meditation practice. Um, in the last couple of years through my work with Dr. Doug uh, have really focused on a presenting style of meditation, which if you're, you know, if you're a type a like high speed, um, yeah. you know, athlete or, you know, achiever type personality, a presenting style of meditation is very valuable because it reminds you to be here right now yes, and to be grateful for what you have right now. Cause we can get really caught up in, what's next, what's coming, what's over the horizon. Yeah. Uh, and that creates a lot of that anxiety and anxiety is just fear of what hasn't happened yet. All the things that we can anticipate in our head that haven't happened yet. Um, and Dr. Doug says depression is pain or sadness about what already happened. So um, that presenting style of meditation 
is my number one recommendation to everybody for improved mental and spiritual health. Um, And even as little as two minutes a day makes a huge, huge, huge difference. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Is there a resource online somewhere that you can recommend perhaps to our audience if they have not heard of this, some way to get started? Yeah. So um, Dr. Doug teaches very well um, a presenting style of meditation. And if you go to IamDriven.com slash tribe, T-R-I-B-E, um, we have a few different resources. We have a course. Um, he has a book. Uh, we're working on a guided journal all around um, this presenting style of meditation. I appreciate you sharing that. Everyone yeah. listening on, if you're looking to try something new, definitely give it a try. Some people, fitness works for them. Some people, it's nutrition. Remember, what works for some does not work for everyone. There is certainly something for you. Could you give us one more, Megan, something else that you work on to improve your mental health? Um, I do what's called a brain dump exercise. Also something I learned in working with Dr. Doug. Um, and because typically athletes have a perfectionist personality, you know, you, you want to get all the things done right now. Um, so this brain dump exercise I do every Sunday and I just write, uh, everything that I want to get done, you know, everything that comes to mind. And once it's all out, I organize it into the things I have to do, you know, I have to do this or I will die slash get fired slash lose my husband. Like I have to do these things. And then after have to do is need to do to, to be the person I want to be. I really need to get this done. And then it's want to do, um, can this wait? Probably. Um, but I'd like to get to it at some point and then someday, you know, and yeah, we're visionary people. There are things, you know, that, we have big visions and those things are important to keep on our radar, but it shouldn't be causing us anxiety right this second. So once I can organize all the things in my head into these four categories and more effectively plan out and prioritize my week, that immediately eases my anxiety. I am resonating with you very much right now. I'm holding my, I have whiteboards. I have several. I actually just just ordered one online. It's like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday one where I can even more spread it out. I time block. Um, very unique where I start my days at around 3 a.m. and I'd run about till 3 p.m. That's my mm-hmm. entrepreneur day. Obviously, some days are a little longer with podcasts on the West Coast or calls on the West Coast, but it really reduces my anxiety when I put it out because, as you mentioned, as an entrepreneur, there's just always a thousand things to do, not even talking about the website or social media. It's just other things mm-hmm. that I find as entrepreneurship grows, my brand grows. And there's after I have one goal, it just unlocks new goals, it unlocks new ideas and things I have to chase after. So great, great recommendations right there. Now let's talk about some things you're doing to raise awareness for mental health. What do you have planned in the future? Um, So I'm very much focused on my work with Dr. Doug right now. We're putting out a lot of content. We have our own podcast as well. Um, And we do like a weekly email and we do um, meditation retreats. Uh, And those retreats are actually like long range rifle shooting retreats which is very fun specifically for athletes and other driven folks, because you get into that flow state um, that I've talked about before. So those are amazing tools for us. And then I give, I like pay it forward by coaching volleyball and trying to implement this coaching style that, that I think is healthiest for the athlete as a whole person. You're doing great work, Megan. I look forward to seeing the continued success and work you do to break down mental health stigma 
I think it's now a great time to get into the spotlight story. If this is your first episode with us, towards the end of each show with a guest, I touch on the mental health story of someone who is famous to let you, the listeners, know that you are not alone. I want you to remember that even though someone looks like they have it all together on the outside, it may be the opposite on the inside. And for this week, we are introducing the one and only Serena Williams because on the show today, we do have a former athlete. It seems only right. We all know she's one of the most accomplished tennis players of all time. And like many athletes now, not in the past, when she was really in her prime, are talking about their mental health. She's a big advocate. I learned that she has had depression for over a decade, and it's come and gone throughout her life. I also learned that it interrupted her career at one point, and in her autobiography, she wrote that it sidelined her for the second half of 2006 and then slowly came back in 2015. Again, she recently faced more depression, this time in the postpartum facet after giving birth to her daughter. One year later, she did share she was still having difficulties. You remember everyone listening on, you are not alone. She started to open up, as I said, and this is a quote that she wrote to her fans. I like communication best. Talking things through with my mom, my sisters, my friends, let me know that my feelings are totally normal. She even credited a conversation with a young fan as being the turning point in her six-month struggle with depression. What are your takeaways here? I love this article. I, I love Serena Williams. I think she's such an uh, impressive and inspiring person um, and, and role model to young women everywhere. Um, so I it's one of those articles that I just related to like, yes, I hear you. Yes. I totally hear you. Um, you know, I, it, so much of depression is feeling isolated and feeling alone. And she made an amazing point in that article that just talking to other people can kind of lift you out from under the basement floor. And that's that, that lowest point of hell, the hell that is right now is feeling alone is feeling isolated and just being able to reach out and talk to somebody um, is a good first step. Socializing is an unbelievable mental health booster, as I would call it. I stress it in both of my books on mental health. Just it's natural for us to share, get it off our chest because again, you are not alone. You never know which part of someone's life can resonate with you most, whether it's someone's hometown where Megan's from today, that she played sports, what she went through that she's battling back, that she's thriving for more. You never know until you give it a chance. Thank you for such a great analysis there, Megan. And thank you so much for a great episode the whole time. Some of my key takeaways were that you were playing pro sports, but you needed to find a new identity. And because of how many people that are in your shoes, your courage to share your story is very, very admirable. I love how you introduced everyone to presenting style meditation. And the resource, again, for everyone is in the show notes, but it is imdriven.com slash tribe. Also, the brain dump exercise, of course, we resonate on that. The have to do, need to do, want to do. If you struggle with anxiety, this may be a free tool to help drastically improve your mental health. How can everybody find you, Megan? Um, that's a great question. It, you can visit IamDriven.com. All of my work with Dr. Doug is there. And you can shoot me an email, uh, which is Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N at IamDriven.com. 
Thank you for sharing all that. Everyone, be sure to go check in and say hello. And while you're on the internet, check us out too at a mental health break on all social media, except on Twitter because of the character limit. We are at podcasts by Lancey. I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, and my website is vincentalancey.com. Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health are available on Amazon now. That's for kindergarten students and up. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next Tuesday on a mental health break. Megan, thank you so much. Thank you.